circles as the breakdown of evil. It's peach time. And welcome to episode 102, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, very disappointed, Sean. <laughs> I did not like that intro. <laughs> and we have our special guest from the show tonight, Dave Sipon. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you okay? You're going to clear that frog in your throat? He <laughs> 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 just okay. ate somebody. Yeah, right now someone just plowed their car into a wall. <laughs> All right, so uh, hey, they won't forget my name now, will they? <laughs> they're dying, dr- drowning in their own blood. Damn you, <laughs> Ten years later, there's a girl, like a twenty-year-old girl, going, "You killed my parents. Prepare to die." And pulls out a sword and slices you in half. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so um, here's a breakdown of our show that we do live on Sunday nights from six to nine ish. On AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and um, iTunes Radio. iTunes Radio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Yeah. All right. So, uh, it's a momentous 102. Yeah, as I was saying, I was watching um, NCIS and NCIS Los Angeles on the show earlier. Um, NCIS has hit the 250 episode milestone. Wow. And. Uh, Los NCIS Los Angeles hit the big 100 episode. Nice, you know. So and then of course they're doing a spinoff. I don't know if you knew that. Yes, you I know, did with, hear that with uh, Scott Bakula. Yes, um, I saw the episodes that that were in NCIS, the regular NCIS with the two of them mm-hmm. with the new show. I'd watch it. I'd like the characters. Okay, you know, it's, I, you know and I'm, I'm a big fan of Scott Bakula, so. It's a can't miss opportunity. Well, for me, you know, like me and all the other old. I mean, it is the number one watched show, and apparently on the globe. You know, I never knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the number one show in all the world for some reason. Wow, anyway, nice. You know, which you know, Mark Harmon married to Pam Dauber, I think, still who played in Mark and Mindy. There you go. Yeah. Ah. And the world comes full circle. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so here in uh, part one, we talk about our week. Yeah, um, we make fun of Erica. Yeah, and uh, it was me with the Velcro. <laughs> and then uh, we do box office releases, box office numbers. Yeah, I guess you know, box office receipts. And you give a review of a, of a film. Yes, of, of a film. Of a film. I think yeah, my review was pretty good. Number, the number six film of the week. But you'll have to find out which one it is. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so sit back. Um, you know, if you feel like it, get naked, sit in a bubble bath, and turn up the sound, and enjoy the soulful stylings of Geeksters. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And tonight we have a special third guest with us tonight. On third mic, it's... Dave Sipon. Hey, everybody. Hey, Dave. Hi. You might want to might want to move the mic closer to you. Yeah. Yeah. Fiddle, 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 All right. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay. All right. All right. So, hi everybody. <laughs> and how was everybody's week? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, that was all right. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Didn't, yeah, didn't do much. Yeah. I gotta be honest, it's it's a light light geek week for me. Light geek week for you? Yeah. I had nothing really special. I mean I was I've been catching up on uh finished season eleven of NCIS. Yeah, that's right, old man show. <laughs> and I started watching uh, N- uh, season five of NCIS Los Angeles. Nice. So yeah. So uh, you know, all the old people are going, That's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, uh, what did you do this week? Any geeky related items, or? Well, we went to the Renaissance Fair yesterday. Okay. And uh, I got to see my favorite Renaissance act, uh, Don Juan. Don Juan. Uh, you're cutting in and yeah, out. Yeah, you're cutting in and out. Move that mic. Get on top of that mic. Don Juan and Miguel. There you and go. And also, too, another thing is, it's you might want to angle that up, straight up and down, so your mouth can project into the actual microphone, and not on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Get up in there! Get nom, up in nom, 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 nom. There like, you go. Like the days in college. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> a 
How you paid? How you paid your way through college? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I got to see my favorite act, Don Juan and Miguel. Nice. And uh, they're very funny guys. And uh, today I went behind this. Oh. I don't know. What, is the microphone all right? Seems like it's cutting in and yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I was saying, you know, try turning that mic so it's pointing straight up to the air. Like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. see? Oh, I thought it was one of those no, microphones. That just... no. That's why I was trying to tell you, put it up. Okay. <laughs> Get it up. <laughs> All right, well, that's a little better. Yeah. And today I was uh, an extra in a movie called Roxy and Me, and I played a goth audience member. Nice. So all it was right. all made up and gothed out. And it was cool. fun. That sounds cool. Uh, so uh, any any release date on that yet? Or are they just still filming? Oh, they're still filming. And then they're going to have to go into editing and sound and music. So, so it's like gonna, a 2015 release date probably? It, at Roughly? Least, yeah, you, we'll probably find out a, a more secure date in about four months. All right, well, let us know. We'll, we'll look for it. Definitely. Um, as for me, uh, the, uh, I started playing, uh, South Park Stick of Truth, uh, the, the video game and, uh, highly enjoying it. Okay. We'll get to that later when <laughs> okay. we talk video games. All right. <laughs> <laughs> tease it. Tease, tease it. it. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I did start, uh, I actually, to kill time for next week, um, I did pick up a game and I'll explain later. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it was nothing, it's nothing really special. Um, my girl right now, as we speak, is getting a tattoo. Okay. Uh, yet another one on her thigh this time. So, uh, yeah. So, she's under... I don't know if she's listening. I Probably not. Right now, all she probably hears is... <laughs> and that's a needle. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was a needle digging into her skin. Not... <laughs> oh, baby. Right now, all the ladies are now repositioning their, their speakers. Mm. <laughs> that old gag. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, um, kind of uneventful for me. Like okay. nothing really special. Um, as you probably know, people out in the audience listening, Eric is not here again this year. Yeah, that's this right. week, this yeah, year, this year, <laughs> this week. Because as of right now, she's in deep in Dragon Con. Yeah. she's all up in Dragon Con. Yeah. Yeah, um, everybody's our Facebook friends on uh, on Geeksters know that where she's at and pictures she's taking. So if you want to go ahead and like that page and see all the pictures. what page Ed Geeksters? There you go. Oh, so yeah. you gonna plug the page? Get go to that go to the Facebook page and like us. What's the name of the page Ed Geeksters? What's it Geeksters? Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, have you noticed? Okay, since she's not here, we could talk about her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She has done more costume changes than a Broadway play, apparently. Because <laughs> when she gets back here, I have seen, because, you know, we're friends on Facebook as yeah. well. So what she's not posting on the Geeksters page, she's posting on her personal page. Yeah. And obviously she's out there with her sister and all and having a good time and all. But she must, has gone, must have gone through four or five, maybe half a dozen... Uh, fuck it, a dozen little costume changes here and there. First, she was going to be this. Oh, well, that didn't work. And this is going to... And I'm like, holy crap, lady. You had how many months of prep time? And there you are. We were talking about this in, like, in May. Yes. Yeah, yeah she was all... I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, and she knew what she was going to do. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, it's too hot. You're in fucking Atlanta, Georgia. What'd you expect? You know, it's you know, fucking penguins walking by. <laughs> it's hot. It's sticky. It's muggy. Just watch The Walking Dead. They're all sweaty and dirty. You know? And it's December. Yeah. Like, come on. So it was like, uh, she was going to go Cruella de Vil, but then she nicks that because you know, she don't want to walk around with a wig. And then I'm like, what about suffering for your art? You know? <laughs> Uh, then she was doing something else, and then she changed this, and then she changed that. And I'm like, this is the reason why the show Heroes of Cosplay is so popular, apparently. Because <laughs> you had all this time, and there she is. Oh, we're good to, I'm here I am at the hotel, and I'm still doing this. I'm yeah, like, I'm- what? <laughs> yes. Like that's the part I love the most. It was like it was like here she, I am sewing. Here I am sewing at night, co- at night, night before the show, and I've got to put this costume together. I'm sitting here with my, you know, I can with my family who I don't really get to see a lot. You know, hanging out with my nephew. Blah blah blah. No, I got no time. I got to sew. <laughs> like with no sewing machine. Yeah, 
It's knit one pearl, two stitch, 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 stitch. It's like, oh, holy mackerel. I just, I mean, like, so when she comes back, I'm like, you know, first make tons of fun of her. Yeah. Uh, she did post the picture. Did you see the picture on her Facebook Geeksters page um, with uh, Patrick Stewart? Yes. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. So she apparently achieved her goal. Yeah. You know, I don't know how long she in line. She was probably waiting for that because it's Dragon Con. <laughs> apparently from the pictures that she has been posting, it looks like, as always, a mob of people. Yeah. That is, you know, as much as, like, yeah, I would like to go to Comic-Con, you know, yeah. San Diego International Comic-Con. That's like the mecca for geeks. Right. But if, you know, Dragon Con's always kind of like the younger brother. Yeah. You know, the annoying younger brother where everyone kind of goes to. Well, I heard it's the, it's the party con. Yes. It's, a lot it's, of people party at the cons there. It's the, the woohoo, let's drink! <laughs> <laughs> so this is right up Erica's alley there, you know. Yeah, look at me. I'm God playing a human. Ha! <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, apparently she probably wouldn't be that bad because her, you know, her young nephew's there. Yeah, but again, maybe Aunt Erica's a bit of a booze hound around her nephew anyway. So, like, woo! Talk- go, go me. give me another beer. Look at me, I'm Cruella foul. Hey. Like she, uh, she's, a nor- she's a normal street clothes, not wearing that yeah. costume at all. Well, apparently, she she had a dress and she slept on a shield in a, a shield <laughs> statue. She's like, "Look, I'm Maria Hill." I'm like, "Yeah, you look nothing like Kobe Smothers, but all right. <laughs> I know it's the embodiment, you know, but all right, sure. Like, okay, you know, because it's like, oh, you're just a shield agent. No, I'm Maria. Yeah, Hill. no, I'm Maria. You can't just be any generic, you know, it's <laughs> sh- agent of shield. Just walk around going. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm an agent of Shield. Whisper, Hydra, in people's ears. <laughs> I go, oh my God! Hell Hydra! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> shield stands for. Uh, I gotta think of something. <laughs> I was trying to think of like a Scotch. I then I stopped at H because I was like, I don't know any alcohol in the H. Uh, <laughs> quick, somebody. Hennessy. 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 Scotch, Hennessy, uh, inebriated. <laughs> uh, it's S H I E L D. Yeah. <laughs> Scotch, Hennessy, inebriated, exhausted, loaded. Dead tired. (laughs) (laughs) Or drunk. Drunk. (laughs) Woo, Dragon Con! Dude, want to see my dragon? (laughs) Dude, I'm chasing the dragon, man. You know, you walk in, it's a con with dim lights and everybody going like this. The smack capital of the cons. <laughs> <laughs> you're right now, someone's like, you're just jealous because you're not there. Absolutely oh, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I would, you know, the place, number one, I really can't stand crowds. <laughs> so it's one of those like, kind oh, of hot, muggy, because when we have our Comic Con in June, it's sometimes it's one of those stifling hot days oh, yeah. where like you walk five feet and it's poosh, just sweat. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, first, now I understand why half the girls cosplay half naked. Just to keep cool. Keeps me hot. You know. <laughs> so, it's like, all right, you know, fine. I would probably just kind of go wander around a little bit and just go, people are crazy. People are crazy. I'm just, I'll be with you. What are you, what are you cosplaying as? Grumpy old man. Get off my lawn. Put some clothes on. It's too hot out here. Like the Amazon. It's all muggy. Thought this was Atlanta, not Florida. (laughs) Yeah, so that was pretty much... uh, Can't wait to hear her stories. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Again, I have to know why she had like a gazillion... Like She only told us about two, I think. And all of a sudden, it's like, here's this hour. And then like four hours later, oh no, I'm going like this. And now I'm here's this. And then, oh, I nixed this idea because I'm going to... I'm sewing here. And I'm just like... Slow down. Like, have you ever, like, just in, in just 
enjoyed the moment. Right. Like it seems like she's either in the middle of a of a of a costume change or standing in line. How is that fun at all? I mean, okay, I'm I'm willing. I'm how any any over under on how long she waited for Patrick Stewart's photo? She did not say. I'm I'm just seeing what the what the dates are because she actually there was one costume. I won't say one on air because she wanted to keep his surprise. But I still haven't seen that costume that she kept talking about. The one big the well, you probably could say it but now the whole magician thing. Yeah, she nixed that idea too because she didn't want to wear the hat. Uh, really? Yeah, I'm like that's the one you've been working on this whole time. <laughs> The one you're all like, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, nah, I don't feel like wearing a hat. And then same with the any headwear she decided not to go with because it would be too cumbersome in the heat, apparently. <laughs> you know? Oh. Like, hey, oh. look, if it was good enough for our forefathers, it should be good enough for you in this modern technology. <laughs> I, yeah, I. Well, I saw Patrick Stewart at Creation Con, which is much smaller, and I waited about an hour and a half. So I would I would guess she waited at least three and a half hours to see him. Not I I know when he was in here in Wizard Seal, my wife Seal, uh, went and got his autograph, and it was like three hours for her for yeah. the just to, you know, and he didn't even say hello. I mean, his head was just down, and you know, she was taking pictures the whole time. She's like to click 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 click, and then like she just handed the picture, and he just signed his name, and then next, yep, to, it was not even look, not even make eye contact. Nope, Patrick Stewart, here you go. Patrick yeah, he Stewart, won't, here, he here. won't even personalize or anything because he's a busy man. He's got a guy. He's got a starship to you know. He's got a, a starship to captain. He's got a group of misfits that he needs to you know make sure they all behave. The man's busy. He ain't got time for going. What's your name? Let me spell it wrong too while I'm at it. You know, what's your name? Ed. E E D. That's that's completely wrong. I'm Sir Patrick Stewart. Fucking like it. <laughs> Next. Next. What's your name? Steve. S T E P H. No. Uh, fuck you, Patrick Stewart. Move on. Don't forget the Sir. God damn it. Hey, can you sign my X Men? No. Why? Because I'm not on the cover. <laughs> and I'm sure he's the most sweetest, kindest, and the generous man. I mean, I'm a fan of his Facebook page. He seems like a funny guy. Yeah. So I can see him just kind of being all the grumpy star captain. What's your name? Pip-pip, cheerio. Here you go. <laughs> I imagine he's probably like you. you know, like me? All funny and jolly. <laughs> and then when he's in a crowd... Fuck you all! Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> hey, I got no... Uh, here, look, here's my middle fingers in a neck pattern. What? what? <laughs> Suck on this, you mutant freaks. <laughs> Buy my shit! <laughs> as, as a great captain once said, get a life! <laughs> when I had my photo op with him, he didn't trust the uh, cameraman uh, with the numbers, so he was checking off every single person that posed with him and he wouldn't put the damn uh, pen and pencil down for the picture so you get you actually see the uh so the was sketches. He, he was checking to make sure he got paid he was making sure that he gets paid for each person oh. that posed with him so wow. he so a picture that i paid 100 bucks for it's got him checking. Yeah, like he couldn't get an assistant. He's looking Dave, like his arm around, smiling, and he's looking down. He's, he's got his tongue pressed against the pencil. Like, like, like exactly. Yo, hey, That's yo, how he felt. Yo, Picard, you're not fucking playing bingo. Look up, make eye contact with me. Stop picking your fucking numbers and smile. You bald bastard. <laughs> Kick you in the knee and make sure you need that wheelchair. <laughs> you drop from number one to number five on my list. <laughs> as far as captains goes, Scott Bakula is number one. Woo! You know why? He's got Ziggy. <laughs> you do realize your TV shows and don't, but don't. Mess with my heart, man. It's Dragon Con. I've been chasing this dragon all weekend. Do you Look, guys? Do you guys know if uh, Eric has particip- participated in the uh, parade? Probably not. She seemed. Um, I I don't. Have, yeah, obviously I can't speak for her, but I don't think she had any plans in there. I think it was, it was like a family thing, and you know, first yeah, time going. I, asked, I even asked her if she was going to do the the costume contest, and she goes, "Well, I don't know what the rules are exactly because she didn't make all of our costume," and she said. 
you know, it, it, she goes, I would like to, but probably not just because of my family and all. So I was like, oh, okay. You know. And she wants to, you know, do the whole, you know, family buying thing. Wow. Can't talk now. I'm sewing. So, 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 so. Can't talk now. Stand in line. <laughs> I waited two hours for a cheese dog, motherfucker. I'm angry. <laughs> Where's my booze? <laughs> I've been sober for five fucking minutes. Someone get me a drink stat. Or I'm about to go off on somebody. <laughs> Where's my wine? <laughs> right now, she's probably going to go, yeah, that's that's about right. <laughs> Someone's walking around cosplaying as Cartman's mom with a poop bucket. <laughs> Who has to go so you don't miss your place in line? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cosplay as a shot girl. You know, get the cowboy hat and stirrups, the little belt. Like, yeah, who wants a shot, baby? I just, I just threw up. I <laughs> Me and cut off shorts and a, and what do you call it, assless chaff, but the cut off shorts. And I got the little belt with the, the shot bottles around me and my t-shirt all tied up in the knot and. You know, a little cowboy hat come. Hey, feller, would you like a shot? <laughs> hey, Lou, it's the biggest set of tits I've seen all day. <laughs> hey, booga, booga, booga. Dollar a shot, five from the devil's waterfall. That's right. <laughs> Suck it out of my tape for 20 bucks. <laughs> I call that hot dog flavored water. <laughs> and it's Atlanta, so you know it's muggy down there. <laughs> I got the rainforest in my shorts. <laughs> Moss really does grow north. <laughs> right now there's a pygmy tribe worshiping my balls. <laughs> I have a government agency trying to protect my forest. <laughs> so for those of you who are Dragon Con listening, I hope you're enjoying your weekend. <laughs> Now, is it over today or is it going tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow, so tomorrow, September first is the last day for it. Oh, okay, yeah, it makes uh, sense with the with the extended weekend and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't sure because it was like never having gone, and I usually just see people post photos and you know, like who's there Monday? You know, <laughs> Monday's guests or no? I don't know. Somebody you know, still standing there all. What are you doing? I'm doing the walk of shame. I'm cosplaying the walk of shame and standing in line for twelve fucking hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk and high, and some pervert was leering at me. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of people I'm not going to go through the list here. Yeah. Don't want to do that. Some, some of these people have no idea who they are. Uh, the obscurity of con people? Well, they, 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 they intermix the actual stars with like the comic book people, and, you know, so I'd give you a name and be like, who? Uh, exactly. Give us a name. Uh,. Claire Eddy. Who? Yeah, exactly. He's a senior <laughs> editor for Tour Forge Books. <laughs> so there you go. She's one of the people there. Go check her out if you're there. Give us a big name besides Patrick Stewart. Uh, another a big name. Cariules uh, is there. All right. Yeah, Princess Bride. There you go, kids. Very nice guy. Is he? he seems it. This also, you know what? This year also marks the 10th anniversary of Saw. Yes, is it? it is. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Oh, I just look at you both look at me like in shock. Like, I did not know the movie's 10 years old. And how do you know that? <laughs> yeah, saw, that's, that's more my question. I yeah. saw something earlier on Facebook. Uh, okay. That's not my uh, life, the universe, and nothing with Sean this week. <laughs> I got something, you know. You I got, I got have, a doozy for that one. You have a doozy? I actually have something. Yeah. I, I just don't believe it. Well, I mean, to me, it's still in the realm of nothing because it's. To <laughs> me, life, the universe, and, every, and nothing with Sean represents stuff. That no one should care about. <laughs> this is a nothing article. Get over it kind of thing. Like, how about Mr. Uh, See the Future Sean with the ALS challenge, Ice Bucket Challenge at the end of the Emmys Monday night? Yeah. I was wrong. I thought it was Sun Sunday night was the VMA Awards. Oh, okay. You know, but Monday was the Emmys. And I was watching little bits and pieces of it. And then you sent me the clip of Sean Meyer. Seth Meyer. Seth Meyer, Sean. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Meyer doing it at the end, dump, you know, getting the ice bucket challenge. I was like, I fucking knew it. Yeah. I was like, what a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, ugh. He should have done it at the beginning of the uh, 
of the uh, now of course he's going to wait to the end because that's the big finish oh we're going to have multitude of stars and when people wake up because I'm so fucking boring see now that's that's a good way to get people to get off the stage when their speeches get too long just dump bucket water on well that was the thing the one Oscars and now you have that to give be, the AC Oscars hundred bucks the, what do you call it the uh, one year at the Oscars they played the Jaws theme and I thought yeah. that was at least cute yeah but I mean yeah sure like oh it'll take too long but not water. Like, dude, like, it's called the carry challenge. Just a bucket of blood. <laughs> Speaking of the ice bucket challenge, did you see Matt Damon's? Uh, actually, no. Yeah. I just saw... Uh... He used toilet water from his oh, toilet. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And he was trying to show, you know, how precious water is around the world. And our toilet water is cleaner than many of the third world countries. But how much... <laughs> Hasn't seen my toilet. Yeah. Everyone went from... like I. Since it's, I'm thinking it's kind of now petering out because it's fall now. Yeah, it's coming up the fall. No one wants to dump a bucket of ice water in a lukewarm day, you know. <laughs> but I mean, see, I'd appreciate the people do it like in the winter time. Like, you know what? Hey, you know what? You stepped up, and not only did you step up, but you did the yeah, freezing like the polar, cold, the, like the polar bear challenge. Almost, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but that whole thing was just like, uh, to me, it stopped. It stopped becoming um, about the AL, ALS, you know, awareness. And became more about me. It stopped. It wasn't about a charity. It was like, hey, look at me. Look what I'm doing. And I'm going to, you know, like I said, the height to me was when Vince McMahon called out Kermit the Frog. It's like, really? Like, that's, that's, like, hey, I'm going to do the Icebook Order Challenge. And I'm going to call out Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt and uh, Fozzie Bear. <laughs> there you go. Now dump book and I'll donate some money and let's see how fast that goes. You know, especially now that you know, um, I don't think Ed has this on his news articles, so I probably can break the news here. Yeah. <sighs> said actually, there was a sad day this week. What's that? Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt finally got married. I oh, know that is my news article. It is. Yeah. All right. We can talk. You can hear me cry. They got married on my wedding anniversary, the twenty third. Congratulations, Brad and uh, Brad Bradgelina. We'll get to that. I guess we'll get to that, you know, like later. And you'll hear me sob like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, what are you looking at, Ed? I just, because of, because of the thing was when you were talking about the whole ice pocket challenge, I did see one that was just like, really? <laughs> the guy who played Roscoe Pico Train from the Dukes of Hazard. He's still alive? Yes, he's still alive. He actually did the ice bucket challenge. See, okay, see, nice. there you go. Here's a guy, probably no one challenged him. Yeah. Right. And he just went, oh, everyone's doing it, so now I can get my name back in the paper. James Best. That's what I was looking for. His James name. Best, James okay. James Best, who was the, guy, the, the actor's name, who plays Roscoe. And, uh, yes, he was, I, just, I saw that on my Facebook page. I think I like Dukes of Hazard or something like that on my Facebook. And, you know, it came up. I, I wouldn't have mind <laughs> Catherine Bach doing the uh, Ice Bucket Book Challenge in the 80s. You know, <laughs> and a white t-shirt. You know, dumping it over a Jeep. <laughs> that got me through many you know many lonely nights as a, as a little boy <laughs> just a good old boy me, me pumping my balls <laughs> never meaning no harm been in trouble with the law since I saw her hooters you done it yeah <laughs> Maybe, uh, uh, yeah I'm done alright I, I need a tissue yeah, so yeah so uh Eh, that's you know, good on Erica being a dragon kind. All right, so let's get to the <laughs> box office releases. Top five movies of the week. And I actually do have a movie review. All right. It's probably not in a top five movie. Okay, let's see if it is. Number five, Let's Be Cops made $8.2 million over the weekend. That's what you get! That's my favorite part of the trailer. It's uh, overall made $57 million in uh, three weeks from release, and it's a $17 million budget, so... Uh, Right. Good to those guys. It's great, great that they're uh, we can make a comedy like that and go on. Anyway, number four, new release, as above, so below, made eight point three million. That's weird to have a horror movie come out on Labor Day. Yeah, <laughs> I, it looked kind of weird. Uh, yeah, not really my cumbersome title. Yeah, yeah, special about it. Yeah, it was it, kinda... not your cup of tea because you usually are the one of the horror people that love to see those kind of movies or. Yeah, no. I'd, I'd wait for DVD on that one. Really? Mm-hmm. What okay. as above, so below. Yeah, good. Yeah, enough. just didn't nothing grabbed me watching the trailer. Yeah, I saw the trailer. I'm just like, it seems a little too like. It seems to be like the sins that you did during your life, you know, was coming back to haunt you on the ground. 
Yeah. Right. Like, oh, I killed I killed a man in Reno once just to watch him die, and all of a sudden there he is going, you shot me! You know, kind of, now I'm going to haunt you. I'm like, all right, whatever. So what else you got? At, uh, you know? Number three, which stayed in the number three spot from last week, If I Stayed, made $9.2 million over the weekend, and in two weekends of release, it made $29.8 million. Yeah, That's a hit based on a book. Yeah, made $11 million. It's $11 million budget, so yeah, it did really well. It's got a Chloe Morantz or whatever. I think that's her name. The hit girl? Yes. Mm-hmm. Number two movie is the number two movie from last week, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It made $11.7 million. Okay, Dave, you said you saw it. Yes, I did. What do you think? I thought the general premise was very predictable, but the action was made up for it. I, I really dug the action in the movie. Okay. 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 Well, it made $162.4 million overall in four weekends of release and a $125 million budget. So uh, look for the sequel coming out in probably in two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the number one movie of the week and is Guardians of the Galaxy. It made $16.3 million. Which also puts it in the number one grossing movie for 2014. Yes. Beating Captain America 2. I got you know what? For number one, I loved the movie. Yeah. I thought it was great. It was it was a nice fun day at the movies. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I you know what? To outdo Captain America as far as box office draw, yeah, that's one thing. But it also kind of to me this was like the dick measuring contest for Marvel and DC because here's a bunch of people, you know, a a cast of misfits that no one really knows anything about, right? And still be able to do so well in the box office. I mean, let me put it this way. It was number one in the box office until Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out. Then it, then that obviously would be number one. But then the week right after that, it was back in the number one spot, I yes. think. You know, yeah, so yeah. it was like it had a brief moment where te- you know, it was like, okay, we get it. Little kids want to go see this movie. Go see it. But it seemed to be what's nice about Guardians of the Galaxy is that it seems to have a lot of replay value. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just a one-weekend opening box office hit. It seems right. to be constantly, like, people are going back two, three, four times. I would say, this, 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 is, this is the fifth week it's been out. It's number one four <laughs> times, four or five times. I mean, right. it's, it's one of those movies that has a lot of staying power, which is really good. So, it made, uh, overall, $274.6 million with a $170 that, million dollar budget. Yeah, so, that's, and that's just domestically. Yes. And Robert Downey Jr. was interviewed earlier this week, and he said it's his favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, and then he yeah. added, you know, which is surprising with a guy with an ego as big as mine. <laughs> you know? I love that guy. So awesome. All right, so, uh, okay, my movie this week was The November Man. The November Man. Yeah, Let's where see. did that fall on the list? Cause I, number six. Well, I think it's two weeks in a row that I've seen the number six movie. Yeah, no, no, last, last week's was number eight. Number eight, okay. Yeah. Um, it's basically James Bond movie without James Bond. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a spy movie. Um, it's got him, you know, he's obviously the lead and then there's like a younger guy and then I'll be honest, it was a dad wanted to see it more than I did. Okay. To me, it was just like, uh, you know, I could wait for like Netflix. If I, if I didn't see it this weekend, I probably never would have seen it. Okay. Um, it was an interesting story. It was, had lots of good action. It was an R rated movie. So there was, you know, language, violence, nudity. It was, you know, it was refreshing to see. So it was a full frontal nudity? Um, for females, there was a lot of topless shots because there was a scene in a, a Russian strip. Did chart. we get to see uh, Pierce Bronson's? No, no, we did okay. not see his Walter uh, PPK. Okay, <laughs> all right. All right. Um, and the co-star on it, in it, um, the the girl in it, also I think is from Quantum of Solace. Let me just make sure I'm getting the right the right uh, actress. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Boy, they really did go out of their way to make it feel like a James Bond movie, huh? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, uh, let's see. We'll be at the end, not right, action stars, you know, oh. if they've done it before, they can, you know. Olga Korylenko, yeah, she was in Quantum of Solace. Okay. She was uh, Bond's love interest. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I mean, it was just like, all right, you know, it was it was an interesting story, but I, like I said, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, you have to see this movie. Okay. Yeah, you know, there was a couple of mistakes. Like, in the first five minutes, I see a mistake, and that kind of pulls me out of, like, a blatant mistake. So, look at... Are you going to tell us? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. It's one of those... um, 
they're trying to pick this woman as a spy, and she gets real close to this Russian um, general who might be the next Russian president. Okay. She has information, and it's Pierce's job to pick her up. So she's obviously, she's been made, so they're chasing after her. Pierce comes up in a car, shoots out the window, bang, 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 bang. She runs up to the car, window's up. <laughs> and I'm like, I lean over to my dad, I go, what, was that, shouldn't that window have been down? Because when, when he made those first shots, window's down. Yeah. Window yeah. didn't break. Here she comes running up, window's up, and I'm going, wait a come on! <laughs> I was like, and this is like the first 15 minutes of me, I'm going, oh, is it one of those movies? You know, it's like, Really? And I later was like, Dad, that window should, the window should have been down. He's like, you're right. And we just kind of chuckled. Um, then there was like a, a glaring plot hole. Like in, in my eyes. Now you see, after that, Sean pulls out his clipboard, takes the pencil uh-huh. to the dog go, all right, let's go. <laughs> it's movie mistake time. How many can I get? Well, this one to me was more of a plot hole mix up. Um, it, was a, it was a handful of things that kind of bugged me a little bit. Um, one of it is... Here's the storyline. Uh, the guy who's going to be Russian president, apparently back when um, in Chechnya, the Second Chechnya War, mm. was responsible. He became a war hero because apparently a building... He worked with the, with a person in the United States government to collapse his building, killing thousands of people, which helped spark the Chechen War, You know, and that made him the war hero that he is. But during that time, he also was... Um, he killed this girl's family and raped her for like two years. And obviously, it's like, you know, it's, it's now in the. That was like the past storyline. Yeah. And I'll be. Spoiler. It's the girl from the Bond movie. Okay. She's the little girl that he was, that he was you know, touching. You okay. know, so. You find out, like, you think it's one American guy that's the bad guy, and it actually winds up being the other guy, the uh, other American bad guy. <laughs> the other guy's the bad the guy. The other guy. But here's the thing. She mentions that guy's name, like, at the very end when she's, like, doing a whole, you know, like, before grand jury kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there going, wait, she knew that guy. She's seen that guy. At what point didn't she fucking decide to tell Pierce Brosnan? Not once. Because Pierce yeah. is actually kind of reporting to this guy, the big bad guy. Yeah. You know? And, you know, it's like, well... And the big bad guy obviously sent Pierce to kind of... Because Pierce was retired, and they pull him out know, to re- rescue the woman, you know, from the consulate. And there's a... It, it's it's kind of like, yeah, all right. It's yeah. a thin kind of plot. Right. But then here's this moment where the girl's like, yeah, and mentions the guy's name... And even points him out to Pierce Brosnan. And I'm going, well, you knew this information the whole time. And I spent the last hour and a half figuring out, trying to figure out. Like, you, this movie could have been done in 20 fucking minutes. <laughs> no, yeah. I was like, that's. That's the guy. I'm like, Wait, Oh, really? That movie's over. Credits. <laughs> it's like one of those, like, I, I don't, like, to me, it just felt like, that's a little weird. And then there was another thing, too. Um, They play off as the the Russians, like, Hit man, mm. more like hit woman. That like she's like a badass looking chick. Right, you can tell she's flexible. You know, cause she does this whole scene where she comes off the plane, she gets in her hotel room. She's doing those like you know big ass splits where she lifts her leg up and does like almost like a bow kind of bend in ah. front of a. So you're going, this chick's a major badass. She may have appeared maybe a total of 15 minutes in the entire movie. Like I'm thinking at one point, you know, Bond and her are gonna go fisticuffs kind of. Yeah. Well, instead, it reduces her down to chasing the other Bond chick. Chasing the Bond chick through um, like a train station. Uh-huh. Our heroine runs upstairs, happens to see a guy kind of like doing some patchwork on some, grabs the shovel, and then as the girl runs up, the hit girl, she slams her in the face with the the shovel. She falls down the stairs. The girl picks up the gun. You think she's going to shoot her, but then changes her mind. That's it. Like, you never find out what happens to the hit girl. Right. Like, you're sitting there going... Oh, yeah, that's disappointing. I'm like, did, did she did she survive? Did she snap her neck on the fall? Like, because it was a solid hit, because most of the audience went, oh! Like, <laughs> you know, and, and it was like, you kind of like... It, was, it, was, it wasn't a pack theater, but it was enough for people to go, oh! <laughs> audience participation. Well, there's... Like, the, Wham! Ooh! That's kind of like what happened. And then there was like a, there's a scene where the big bad guy... 
at one point you think he's still like a good guy and he gets captured by the CIA, even though he works for the CIA. Yeah. It's, like I said, convolute storyline. And he's being drilled by this chick, you know, this, this woman <laughs> agent. And he's just being misogynistic to her, calling her tits. Yeah. You know, it was like, okay. Like, it was like, and the audience was kind of almost like laughing at it, kind of going, this guy is, like, I don't think it was supposed to be like, <laughs> but I think more people were kind of laughing at how just silly the scene was. Like, there was no real, like, need for that kind of uh, right. attitude. Maybe like 20 years ago, all right, 10 years ago. And I know sometimes it happens around, but it just seemed to be like, Really out of place. He's like, all right. And then there was like, you know, but like that that shovel thing really bothered me. I'm like, you're not, like uh, to me, it's it's horror movie mentality. Doesn't the bad guy come back for one last scare? Right. There's nothing. There she is, crumpled at a heap at the foot of the stairs, and, the, and she points the gun with a silencer over to her, and she changes her mind and goes back to she was typing up. Um, they have those internet cafe kind of stations, and she's right. typing up basically the plot, like not. Some, she's writing the plot as kinda, movies, movies she's, she's sending to the New York Times uh, the article that this 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 guy went to go see her for yeah because she was had an alias obviously like it was a you know like I said it's one of those movies you just kind of you just kind of go all right whatever you know like <laughs> I'll just go with it so she's instead, I'm already here I have to yeah just go I paid with my it. money let me just figure it out and. She goes back to finishing her article, you know, with her name and the reporters that died earlier by the hit girl, by the way, yeah. by the hit woman. So, like, I mean, she got this guy with like a like a knife or like it looks like a, like a, a foot long sword of some sort. I don't know because at one point I thought it was a sword, then it turned into a knife, and I was like, did she do that with a knife or with a sword? Because I was like, <laughs> like yeah. I, I, maybe one scene was a sword, maybe it was a bad editing mistake, or, or, or maybe like it was the window, just, or maybe it was a bad thing because she kind of hit him across like. She kind of stabbed him in the gut, so I don't know if it was supposed to be like a blood splurt or something. But it was just like, like this is this is the woman that just killed you know an innocent person in front of your eyes, and then you smack her in the face with a shovel, and you're not gonna like put her down. Like yeah. it just seemed like where's the where's the denouement of that character? Mm-hmm. You know, the hit woman. Like now she like it's uh, like really? yeah, like at least show her like get up and run away. So in case oh. they make a sequel or. Or, Something, but don't don't leave you hanging, right? Because it was kind of like she's working as the right hand person for the the Russian bad guy. So there's her job is to kill her. So how come you didn't get a final scene of her death or at least her failing in her mission? Like it didn't seem to be kind of like any any. Um, there's no reason for her to shake it off and go. Oh, I guess I fucked up. I guess I'll leave. Like, you know, they're, like she doesn't know, you know, like what's going on. So her, she should still be sticking to the mission. Yeah. Until she's either dead or told otherwise. You didn't see that moment of her dying or someone going, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? They got away. Like, right. <laughs> it was just kind of like, uh, you know, and it ended on a no where you kind of go, yeah, what's going to happen? Like, you know, the bad guy kind of sort of gets away with it, but then kind of sort of doesn't, you know by a single gunshot out of nowhere kind of you know <laughs> it was just kind of like I mean, like I my whole feeling about it was like all right you know what it was a good time killer I'm a fan of Pierce Brosnan yeah so it was enjoyable to watch he kind of he did kind of overdo it a little bit and I felt in some of the acting like he was kind of definitely going like way over the top a little bit sometimes that's the director's fault though I agree I agree. You can't blame him for the acting choices. I mean, he has a choice, but there is a director that should go, you know what, why don't you tone it down a little bit? Like, you're supposed to be angry, not manic. You know? (laughs) So, I mean, it was enjoyable. The director was Nick Cage. Huh? The director was Nick Cage. (laughs) (laughs) Scraping at the door! So, I mean, I wouldn't, like, if you're a fan of him, eh, go see it. it Because it was enjoyable, but it wasn't one of those movies where you just go, oh, my God, my life was changed by it. Why isn't this a bigger hit? Like, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, it's called The November Man. And the whole movie, you're going, why is it called this? And So, of course, the big bad guy has to tell you why Pierce Brosnan was known as The November Man. Right. And it's because he was such a cold-hearted killer that if, you, if, you, if he came across your path, nothing would survive. 
like, you know, the coming a winner kind of thing. And I'm just like, I thought it was because, you know, he likes to eat turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Why does he call the January man? (laughs) Well, I, because I guess because November, I don't know. It was (laughs) the end of fall and everything's dying. I I don't know. It was just like one of those, oh, hey, you know why we call it Cannonball Run? (laughs) That's where they named the movie and the title. I was like, oh. You know why it's called Superman for the quest for peace? Because he was quested for peace. (laughs) Four times. Yeah. You know why they call it a new Star Wars episode for A New Hope? (laughs) Don't know. Doesn't really explain it. (laughs) Or I guess the new hope would be Luke Skywalker, if you think about it. Because he invigorates the whole, he blows up the uh, Death Star the first time, and then, yeah, yeah, whatever. (laughs) At least with the Empire Strikes Back, that kind of, you know, yeah, bad guys win. That makes more sense. <laughs> gives you the whole plot line right there. You know, Return of the Jedi. Okay, I get it. Luke comes back. He's a Jedi. But that New Hope one, I'm like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> why Why that one? Why Why is it named A New Hope? Because <laughs> it's still a dark time for the Rebellion. <laughs> it's not like, hey, look, here comes a fresh farm boy, Nazi poster boy, blonde hair, blue eyes guy kind of going, I'll save the universe. You know? <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's my movie, Rue. Go see it. Don't go see it. Either way, you know, he still gets paid. <laughs> <laughs> it was done by, it wasn't like a big name production company. So I'm, I, I get the feeling that this was one of those like limited releases and, you know, you'll see it on in Netflix in like four months. Um, and we did see a preview for James Gandolfini, a James Gandolfini movie called The Drop. Uh-huh. That was done because they kept saying that his last movie that he filmed was um, that movie with Julia Louis Dreyfus. You know, it was like I think "Say Anything" or some I don't remember the name of it to be honest. That was supposed to be his, like the, the last movie that he actually physically made. So seeing a preview for him to be in, and I'm going, that was either sitting on a shelf or would have been direct to video until you know him passing away. All of a sudden, reinvigorates his career a little bit. You Let's know, cash in on it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, hey, here's a product, you know, because and, and what's he, he plays a mob guy. It's like, wow. You know, like, yeah, that's his legacy. You know? <laughs> so, are, are you reading the plot of the... Uh... No, no, no. I, I already fell asleep to that once. I didn't want to do it. Oh. <laughs> no. I, I try I, to make it entertaining. <laughs> now, I'm trying to find the, the movie company that, that did the movie in November, man. Um, well, Re- Relativity was the, the uh, distributor... But it was like Irish Dreamworks or Irish Dreaming, you know. Irish, okay, wow. It was that's, like a, a real like. I wonder if that's. Uh, I wonder if that's Pierce's. Uh, could be company. Uh, it very well could be. I. I just you know it was it was was like I said it wasn't like a go rush right out and say it. it's a hey of everything else if you're not into Guardians of the Galaxy if you don't have no kids go see term you know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and you wanna don't want to cry. By watching a, a a teenage girl at death's door, you know, go see this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it had some laughs, it had some action. You know, what teenage girl? Um, if I were to, if I stay, ah. it's Chloe Moran. She gets into a car accident. She's on life support in the uh, hospital, right, right, and right. she's a ghost. Yeah, and she's kind of yeah, yeah. She's kind of wondering if she's seeing how her life. It's kind of like it's a wonderful life in a way because. She's dead and she's wandering around, you know, wondering if I stay, should I go? You know, and of course, there's a boy that she likes and he's all distraught. He's the artistic type, you know, basically a mo. <laughs> you know, like he's the sensitive boy. So she's kind of, you know, because her parents were killed in the, you know, flat out killed in the yeah. car crash. And she apparently is clinging to life. And so her spirit is kind of wandering around going, if I stay, you know, <laughs> should I stay or should I go? You gotta let me if know. If you leave, don't leave now. Please don't take my heart away. Pretty pink. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, there was other that no other really good previews. I mean, the Equalizer, Denzel Washington's yeah. new movie with Chloe in it as well. Really? You know, yeah. Uh, that looks good. It's it's Denzel as in an action movie, obviously based off the 80s TV show, <laughs> which is weird. 
Um, it's kind of like a prequel, I think, because you know he's an average guy who obviously was a some sort of a motherfucker ass kicker in a previous life before he decided to walk away from the business for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So, and he does, he, you know, if I see a stranger in need, I have to, it's my duty to kind of stop. Yeah, it's like, yeah, all right, you're Batman without the cape and cow. Yeah. Yeah, so, all right, whatever. Okay. <laughs> anything, what else do we see? Um, Disney movie um, that Arnold and the very bad worst day ever thing. <laughs> Jesus. It that looks, looks horrible. It looks cute for a kid's movie. I'm not going, I gotta see that movie. It looks like a, you know... It looks horrible. It looks like a, like a coming-of-age kid movie. Yeah. You know, like kids will laugh. Like, oh, look, there's an alligator in my house. <laughs> oh, look, my big brother, you know, is trying to drive. And, ooh, wackiness. Oh, it's a bad day. Ooh, it's a horrible day. Ooh, but we got to look on the bright side. Tomorrow's always a new day. Yay. Oh, look, alligator. Woo. My here's my dad chasing a kangaroo through the city. Woo, yay. On foot, by the way. Because that's plausible. Well, how did the how did the alligator and the kangaroo get loose? Were they in a zoo and the animals? I can't, no, I have to, I have to know, Ed. I have to know. It's like what happened to the hit woman after she got hit in the face with a shovel. It's a mystery. <laughs> I think, yeah, that was pretty much it. I mean, obviously, you know, you're going to an AMC theater, so it was like literally like 20 minutes of previews. But those were the only ones that really stood out. Okay, yeah, yeah, like I said, not much in the way of. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Maybe that's you know another reason why Guardians of the Galaxy was number one because it is pretty much the only good movie out there. Yeah, I mean as far as replayability and popularity, and because it's the end of the summer, so nothing really big's coming out. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, makes it. Oh, fun. we also did see the Liam Neeson um, uh, something the Tombstones. Walk among the tombstones. Walk among the tombstones was based on the book, but he plays a cop who retires or who quits the force because. He, I think, killed a kid or something like that. So now what he does, he's a private investigator, but unlicensed. He does favors for people, and they give him gifts as return. It's, and then some guy hires him because apparently his this guy's wife was kidnapped. And even though after he paid, they killed her anyway. So I need you to find them and bring them to me so I can kill them. And I'm like, it's taken. <laughs> Just not with him as the guy whose wife got taken. And she's dead now. It definitely had that kind of, I will find you. I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> Apparently, I've become a one-trick pony in films. You know, Which is no surprise, the reason why he was so eager to go, yeah, you want me to do Raz Al Ghul and Arrow? Sure. You know? Because <laughs> <laughs> he came out, I saw that statement like earlier, uh, like actually kind of like the end of this week, was that someone must have asked him, you know, because in... Previews for the Arrows, they, for Arrows' new season, they've mentioned Raz Agul's name. Mm. And he said he'd be willing to reprise the role for the TV show. Oh. And I'm like, hey, but they've already established that that Nolan universe is kind of separate from what they're trying to build. So having him cross over yeah. is kind of like, yeah. I mean, I like them as as Raz, but, yeah. or Raish, you know, however you want to pronounce <laughs> it. I, I just kind of feel like, don't you have anything else better to do there, Liam? You know, I mean, it'd be kind of cool, but by the same token, I'm just like, you know, let's get somebody else. <laughs> get somebody else. You know, just maybe like, you want to come back as Kwai John Jin? <laughs> sure, I'll come back. You know, <laughs> I got a free scale. You know, I got, I could do a walk on. <laughs> Use the force, whoever. <laughs> Insert name here. Pay me. <laughs> Walk in. Ooh, I'm a ghost. Ooh, pay me. <laughs> Stand and stroke his goatee. <laughs> pay me. Can you see him and a ghost Yoda kind of just playing, you know, spades? <laughs> Do you have any queens? Hmm. Fish, you must. <laughs> you know? <laughs> mm, us, you must pay. <laughs> kind of. Just see him in the background. Twiddling with lightsabers. <laughs> Phantom lightsabers. <laughs> this is your Phantom Menace. <laughs> oh, man. But I'm pumped. Thank you. 
kind of light week though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, not exciting at all. Um, I don't know what we're gonna do next weekend. Like for movie wise, I don't know what's coming out. <laughs> <coughs> but stay tuned. I'm sure I'll see something. <laughs> He'll just go out and see something. If just uh... I'll just kind of wander and go wander and hey, look. I mean, I I do kind of want to see T- TMNT, but then there's that part of me just kind of goes. Eh. <laughs> I got taste. Huh? It's part of you. Go. I got taste. No, there's what's pushing me towards to see the movie. I'll be honest, is Megan Fox on the big screen. She's so pretty. And I'm just like, fine, whatever. But then it's like, I hear the action's good. That the, Even though with the amount of holes in the plot and how closely it rips off the Amazing Spider-Man plot, <laughs> that the core of the four brothers, they still got right. Like the interaction between the four of them, mm. you know, apparently is still, the core of them is still intact. Okay. You know, they're not, you know, aliens as they once portrayed, you know, as the rumor was. And I'm a little eh about the whole, and again, no surprise, them being April O'Neil's pet as a kid. I'm like, really? Why the fuck did you need to make that? <laughs> like, could have just been an accident. No, right. it's it's got to be, no, we're trying to, you know, here, I'm taking your pets and I'm going to fuck with them. Like, way to be dad a year. I'm taking my kids' pets, who obviously she loves, and I'm going to torture them by animal test on them. You know, and next thing I know, they're are are, now, are they really teenagers or you know, like they're turtles? Okay. <laughs> what is the age lifespan? Yeah, what is it? You know, hundreds span. of years. Right. So, if she's supposed to be like, if she if she was a little girl, and you figure it was twenty years into the future, like I guess when she had them, and like, okay, you saw the movie, so. <clears throat> They're they're uh, the lab rats of her dad's laboratory, and when right. she was a kid, she would play with them. Yeah, so they were kind of like her pets, right? And well, you know, so but yeah, but technically though, how old were they? Like I don't know. I'm I'm willing to go. Are they really teenagers? Yeah, they were supposed to be teenagers because they were like little. They were maybe three inches, four inches long. Yeah, but in a lifespan of a hundred years, yeah, maybe I guess you know. I would say they were probably more kid-like than teenagers. Yeah, yeah, but and the Splinter, I guess he should be a uh, teenager too. But he acts like an old man in them. Of course, he does. <laughs> you need the old man rat because he was he was basically raised with them. Of course, he was. Sure, we were a big happy family of rat, turtle, and human. <laughs> and then I heard the Shredder outfit looked too Transformer-ish. Oh, he did look like a robot. Uh, he did have one uh, a magnetized weapon that I thought was cool. But oh, okay, all right. I won't say any further than that. But it, it has a neat effect. <laughs> it clicks to the side of the, of the, of the refrigerator. <laughs> That's the cool effect. My magnetized weapon. I throw my knife. Clack. <laughs> And I always aim it so my kids' artwork gets put right on perfect on the refrigerator. <laughs> Get to see the kid's name and all this. I don't care if my hand has five fingers. It's artwork. It's beautiful. My kid's an artist. Clap. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, and the uh, their colors. You know how like each turtle has their own individual Yeah, color? red, purple, orange, and blue. Well, the father put paint dots on their back when they, when they were little, so they could tell the turtles apart, and that was the colors that they chose. Were, was, oh, was well, okay, well that's dots. that's cute. But now here's my thing: Did they still have the dot on their back? Well, no, because they grew they grew up and they lived down in the sewer and <laughs> painted. I mean, I would assume they're still there. <laughs> Michelangelo wanted to, to Donatello. Yeah. Here, I got yeah, you. There, there you go. You, you got a little schmutz on your show there. there. <laughs> Hey, you got a little schmutch there. Here we go. Yeah, got something on you. I gotta get that. All right. <laughs> so that's how they explained how they chose the colors. Does this show make me look fat? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all the pizza eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Bunch of gigantic turtles with acne. <laughs> and uh, even though she she raised them and they considered her like the mother figure, Leonardo has like a big ass crush on. I her. thought it was Michelangelo. 
Was it Michelangelo? Michelangelo is the orange one. The orange one. Yeah, maybe it was the it's orange Mike, one. Yeah, Mikey. I heard Michelangelo is the one who's and, fawning uh, over her. Yeah, and he's looking at her, and it's like she's basically a surrogate mother, and he's like, oh, my shell's getting so tight right now. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's creepy. <laughs> That's Michael Bay. He didn't. He didn't. He I know produced, he directed. He produced it. <laughs> but, the, the, well, I'm sure director. his hand. I'm sure his hand was involved in that turtle ball. Yeah, I guess. I personally, might. I want something creepy in it. Uh, you know, get, <laughs> just get, like a t- just like a Transformers Four, where the whole age thing of seventeen year old. Ah, uh, yeah, seventeen year old dating a twenty year old, and he's got that log on. Nah, 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 I can fuck her. <laughs> it says so right here in the law. I'm just being a law, just doing my duty as a law abiding citizen. I'm gonna, plow, I'm gonna plow this 17 year old, <laughs> and I'll make gratuitous shots of her ass and legs while she's walking across the movie screen. <laughs> I am surprised there's like no like groups like against that because you know why? Because it's, um, it's to me it's one of those. Most people will ignore it. Because it's, how can I put it? It's not a um, buzzworthy cause. Like, look how popular the ALS challenge is. Yeah. Because it's something, it's it's like I called it earlier last week, um, social media peer pressure. Okay. Everybody gets involved in it, and there's no one out there going to get to go, well, I think it's wrong that, that she's, that Michael Bay is using this girl as an ob- to objectify women because uh-huh. he had the same problem in first transformer the second the transformer. transformer if you remember um what do you call it in um bad boys tay leone she had a couple of shots where it was definitely i mean and don't get me wrong as a male i like looking at the female body but there is that kind of kind of a creepiness to some of the camera angles like you know like obviously Transformer, Megan Fox hunching over the, the hood of the Camaro to look inside of the engine. That is a sexy still. Yeah. You know, that he obviously wanted you... That, to get worked up. Right. Like his... He's like, look, she... And and when I was watching um, the special features of the third one, because, uh. you know, since we're getting the fourth one, I have to get the other three. <laughs> um, he did say one of the reasons why they didn't hire... reason why Megan Fox didn't work was because... She didn't look like Megan Fox in the first two because she had some work done. Yeah. So I'm like, I noticed that in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, she her face was yeah. She did get yeah. some work done. You know, she's also a mom now. <laughs> she's got some crow's feet. Get rid of her. Give me but, a hot young blonde. But this new girl, the, the new girl from the third one, because yeah. she's not in the fourth one. There was a couple of scenes in there, like especially with the Patrick Dempsey character. Like you kind of like it made me shift in my seat a little bit, going, "That's a little creepy, like a little weird," you uh-huh. know. And they did or. My favorite line is um, mom and dad, Sam's mom and dad meet her for the first time, and he's got this box. And she says, wow, that's a great box. Yeah. Kind of, And I'm going, and the camera's on the chick, and I'm going, did no one see that? <laughs> like, he just, just, he just called her a hot piece of box. Like, <laughs> get out of here. But people overlook it because it's just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. It's not, it's... As good as a cause as it should be, like that, you know, it's like, well, we'll just let it go because there's no, um, there's no way to make money on it. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like, eh, all right, well, we'll let it slide. But, and besides, there's enough wrong with the other parts of the movie that that little objectifying of a woman kind of takes, you know, second place to the shitty plot, <laughs> you know, <laughs> where everyone goes. Oh my God! It is just one explosion after another. It's Michael Bay's version of orgasms with one explosion after another explosion. Throw in a slow moving beer across the screen and have our hero lift it up and and drink it as if it's a thirty second commercial for Budweiser. Like, wow. Sorry, All right. just ran. <laughs> All right, so we come back and we'll do Life, the Universe, and Nothing with Sean. Sounds great. All right, we'll be right back, folks. And we're back. Welcome back. Oh, we hope you laughed long if you're laying naked in a bathtub. You know, just sit back, relax, let the bubbles and lavender wash over your body. (laughs) Right now, there's some big heavy set guy going, I feel like a woman. (laughs) 
Man, I feel like a woman. Put some baby oil in that tub. Get my lavender, my, my lavender bubbles. Yeah, my loofah. I'm smoking a joint. Lights are dim. Letting the soulful sounds of geeksters wash over my body. <laughs> so yeah so there's part one um tune in for part two where i give you my life the universe and nothing with sean yeah it's an article that rocked the world <laughs> it changes the way we live people <laughs> all you knew that you thought was real is a lie Thanks, Internet. And then we do uh, movies of release. <laughs> movies of movies rele- being released that week. Well, you know what I'm talking about. You're fans of the show. You know what's coming up. <laughs> but if you want to contact Sean on anything we've talked about, you can contact him at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. If you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at Ed at WordsWithGeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at Erica at WordsWithGeeks.com. And as always, you can listen to us live on Sunday nights from 6 p.m. to whatever the fuck we feel like it. On AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. And don't forget to go to our Geeksters Facebook page and like us, as well as looking at the About page where you can find the soulful stylings of Geeksters. Or you can follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters. Or you can go to Instagram and follow us there at, at Geeksters Radio. Uh, there you go. I just got stopped because he just <laughs> farted. Again. Now in smell of vision <laughs> We would never get a download. <laughs> did you have a bacon cheese dog earlier? Yes, I did. I could smell it. It smells like a Wawa bacon cheese dog. <laughs> smells like freedom. <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> it's making me hungry. <laughs> oh my God. So, yeah, so tune you didn't really say that, did you? <laughs> of course you did. Play it back. <laughs> you want me to put the microphone up to my stomach so you could hear it growling? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll see you in part two, folks. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was <laughs>